grateful this morning for bringing us before your presence and giving us access to your body and to your blood Holy Spirit of God having taken in your body and your blood we have renewed our relationship with you Lord to get out there to work for you we pray that every lack spiritually commitment wise Lord replenish it and make us militant for the kingdom's sake that through the preaching of your word many will come to the saving knowledge of Jesus we bless you that we are blessed to work in the kingdom of God in Jesus name amen please take your seat hallelujah we are going to listen to the word of God shortly but before that I have the privilege of introducing to us one of our fathers in a beautiful country who has come to town because for the kingdom work. Hallelujah. Give a clap of friend unto the Lord. This morning I have here, please, Pastor. Uh, Pastor Jesu Palan. I hope that the foundation is correct. Yeah. Jesu Palan. Palin. Yeah, okay, Jesu Palan. He is the national head of the church in Sri Lanka. <laughs> Pastor is married to Jayanthi. Jayanthi. Yes, and Pastor and Jayanthi are blessed with three children. Jeshura. Jeshura is 14 years old. Joash is seven years old. And Jotham is five. So that is the head of the church in Sri Lanka. At the moment, he is at the School of Theology, Missions, and Leadership at PCC. And he's, he's officially attached to Tessano PRWC with Pastor Benedict Egan. But today he's fellowshipping with us to have a feel of how a worship center, local worship center looks like. So we are happy to have you around. Welcome to South La Worship Center. All right. God bless you. Praise God. So, uh, you know, today is, 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 is earmarked for tithes and for offering. And not long ago, we discussed tithes. And offering and today specifically we're taking our tithe and our missions offering the truth is that the tithe the missions offering supports the kingdom programs in locally and internationally all right so you'll be here and your one city will be supporting the work in Sri Lanka and somebody you never meet only you only meet the person for the first time in heaven will be saved and say, ah, you two, where did you come from? Oh, I, I, was, I, I was at Sri Lanka. So how do you get to hear the word? Through Pastor Jesus Paran, wonderful. Why? You are supporting the kingdom work. So please, take these things very seriously. And as you do, you populate heaven and God will honor you. Amen. This month is the 11th month of the year. 
And God has been very, very, very gracious to us. Having carried us successfully through the first 10 months of the year. And bringing us to the third day of the 11th month. If you are here, you are blessed and blessed. So lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Where I work, I see people wheeled to the cold room every now and then. In fact, just on Friday morning, we were having a clinical meeting when they were bringing somebody who was dead. And the last one week in particular, we've had four BIDs. BID is brought in dead. Brought in dead. You understand? People who will just collapse in the house, and by the time they arrive in the hospital, they are dead. So not everybody was ushered into November. Some have gone home to heaven or perhaps to hell. May God have mercy. So if you are here, the third day of November, I want you to lift up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. It's a real privilege and you must cherish it and give God the best out of it. From the beginning of the year, our focus has been building the church of God. That Jesus himself made a commitment based on the revelation that Peter caught. And Jesus says that upon this revelation, I'll build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, there are many, many, many ingredients required for the building of the church. And as we bring the year to a close by the grace of God, I am led for us as a church to focus on the topic holiness. Holiness. Everybody say holiness. Even if your mouth is not allowing you to say it because of the situation you are in, break through and say holiness. Say holiness. Let it come from your spirit, go through your soul and affect your body. Say holiness. Say I am holy. I will be holy for the Lord. No matter what the devil attempts to do, holiness will be my identity. You know, there are, there are, there are some things that if a child of God compromises on, you are doomed even though you are not supposed to be doomed. Once you are born again, damnation is over. But there are people who sometimes live as if they were never born again. And one of the most critical things or characters or traits that you must possess is holiness. Because without it, you can't see God. So I, I, am, I, am, I am sometimes very, very worried. When, when modern day Christianity makes us feel that you can be a Christian and do anything you want and still be fine, it is a lie. It is a lie. When you receive Jesus and the Holy Ghost takes residency in you, you have the ability to be holy. And to walk in holiness. This morning is my prayer that this will be a holy church. 
Hallelujah. Please turn your Bible with me. So I'm speaking to you on the subject, Be Holy, for I am holy. Be holy, for I am holy. We'll be reading a couple of Old Testament texts, and then we will come into the New Testament and share a few thoughts. The rest of the month we'll be treating this subject of holiness until God will in December. So we have enough time to get into it. So I'm just doing an introduction and then we'll work on it. Praise the Lord. Leviticus chapter 11 and verse 44. Then we look at chapter 19 verse 2 and chapter 20 verse 7. So we are staying with Leviticus. Early in the morning, our song shall arise to thee, holy, holy, holy. Let me, let me say that please let us let us now everything is ready i don't see why the tv is not coming so those who are supposed to help us help us so we can engage um sometimes i want you to read directly from the screen so that your own mouth will see the demands of heaven praise god so leviticus chapter 11 verse 44 i'm okay taking it from the New King James Version. This is what the word of God says. For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves and you shall be holy. For I am holy. Neither shall you defile yourselves with any creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Hallelujah. I will explain why all these things came about in the days of Moses. Then we look at Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 2. Please are you there? Speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy for I the Lord your God am holy. Praise the Lord. Then the last scripture from Leviticus we are taking is chapter 20 and verse 7. Please, I hope you are there. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy. For I am the Lord your God. Now God designed us in his image and likeness. And there are certain things that are of God that he has chosen to share with us. 
And one of them which is very, very critical is holiness. God cannot come into contact with sin. Sin is very, very, very ugly in the eyes of God. You know, there are some things that when you see, then something is doing you. There are people who, are, who, who, who by nature don't want to see blood. When they see blood, they get frozen. So such people can never work in a hospital environment because blood scares them. There are some people too, if they see some things, some waste products from human beings, they simply lose appetite. So those people, if you want to be a nurse, for instance, where you have to take care of people's vomitus, excuse me, people's poopoo, and other stuff, you can't be a nurse. Now, God can do all things, but he can't stand sin. I want to repeat it. God can do all things, but he cannot stand sin. And the reason why Jesus had to die was because of sin. Sin is so terrible that God had to sacrifice his son and take a risk so that you and I can be translated from a sinful status to a righteous status. Please, are you listening? So sin is an abomination. Sin is antichrist. Sin is anti-God. And God, by his mercies and kindness, has taken care of the sin problem by giving us Jesus who paid for the penalty for our sins and by his blood sanctified us and declared us righteousness of God. And so when you are born again, you become God's righteousness and by that status, you are now expected and you also have the ability to be holy. The scriptures we read, God was managing human beings by other methods. And so anytime God had to have an engagement with the people of Israel, anytime God had to visit or God had to do something, they had to do physical purification, a symbol of cleanness, a symbol of holiness. So that God can get close and around to make some statement, maybe to them directly or through Moses. But thank God in the New Testament order, the Holy Spirit has come to live in us. And we have become the residences of the Holy Spirit. And so we don't struggle to be holy, but by faith and discipline, we can step into holiness. And that is the call that in building the church of God, one of the fundamental ingredients is holiness. And holiness for the Christian is not a choice. It is a command. God wants us to be holy. That's why when I was starting, I said that even if your mouth is not allowing you to say holiness, because some of you, you are far away from the word holiness. But this morning, God is bringing you 
into where you belong. There's a song that goes like, to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus. All I, I ask is, to be like Him, through all life's journey. From F to glory. From F to glory. All I ask. All I ask. To, to be like Him. To be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. Yes. To be to like Jesus. All. Recently, there was a WhatsApp video of two people who are preachers in town at KJTR Market. And it looks like every one of them has a territory for preaching the gospel. And it appeared one preacher had encroached upon the territory of another preacher. And they began to exchange words and it got hotter and hotter and sad enough, these so-called preachers now began to fight like boxers, exchanging blows. And unbelievers were separating them. I'm not saying they are pastors, so I'm saying they are preachers. In as much as they may be in KJTR preaching because of money, that video when he gets into the hands of somebody who is looking for God, he will get confused. Hey, I want to be a Christian, but these ones who are preaching are doing blues because of space. And there are so many of such things that the enemy has scattered around town to dampen our conscience, to weaken our conscience, and to make us ordinary. But the divine call is that be holy. For I am holy. And it doesn't matter the, the, the situation around town. It doesn't matter the issues that pertain to our generation. God's standard is unchangeable. One of the most profound scriptures is in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 18. 2 Timothy chapter 2. And verse 18. We read the verse 18. We read maybe up to verse 21. And then you know that God's standard is clear. Second Timothy chapter 2.
second timothy chapter 2 verse 18 i'm reading all the way to verse 21 who have strayed concerning the truth saying that the resurrection is already past and they overthrow the faith of many now the emphasis verse 19 nevertheless the solid foundation of god stands having this seal the lord knows those who are his and let everyone who names the name of christ depart from iniquity for in a great house they are on, they are not only vessels of gold and silver but also of wood and clay some for honor and some for dishonor therefore if anyone cleanses himself from the latter he will be a vessel for honor sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work hallelujah the scripture is telling us that if you are not careful the situation around us can shipwreck your faith people can make you become an ordinary churchgoer and not a christian and you will come to church and live in sin like like you are never you've never been born again and there are a lot of christians like that i believe there are none here but if if for some reason you have no conscience you just do anything you live anyhow that is not god's standard for you god says that his foundation stands sure and the foundation has a seal and the seal is that whoever names the name of the lord in other words if you are a christian in other words if you call yourself the child of god then god is saying that depart from iniquity for in a great house you can find all kinds of vessels so in a church like this some can be holy some can be ordinary those who are holy will be vessels of honor and god will use them for noble purposes but those who live anyhow will not be very valuable before god this morning may you be holy Amen. this morning may righteousness rule your life this morning may purity be found in your heart the reason the devil was thrown out from heaven was sin and so heaven will not accommodate sin after it has thrown out the devil and jesus had to come and make us fit for heaven then you will carry sin there no way so holiness is a must for a child of god in fact one of the reasons why we come to church every now and then is so that we can work with god properly and i always say that we don't come to church you know so that we get a husband get a wife or no those are bonuses but that's not the reason we don't come to church so that we get a job those are bonuses we come to church so that we work with god the reason we are in church is because we want to have a close work with god and how can you work with god when he is holy and you are doing and living anyhow how how would it work and so this morning is calling us to holiness he's calling us to purity may the lord god almighty have mercy when we were young and we were growing up in the church in tema those days you know the teens ministry started 
and most of us who started the teens ministry, we have grown up, and by the grace of God, we are doing many things. And so recently, we launched a group called Temper. Temper is Teens Ministry Pioneers Association. And we have all, most of the fathers, Apostle, Nobula, Chu, and Co, they are all part of Temper because they, they were the former, former, former youth leader and all that. And normally, they exchange things, you know, WhatsApp things. Recently, one of the Temper members put a certain WhatsApp video on the Temper group page. And it was very disgusting. The content was so bad. And, 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 and when people saw, what? What is this? Guess what the, the, the lady said? I'm sorry, it is not meant for this platform. I mean, I mean. So, so, so you are part of other platforms. That this thing is fit for. What kind of Christianity is this? What kind of? If it is bad, it is bad. And as a child of God, how can you be part? <laughs> Corinthians will tell us that be not yoked together with unbelievers. So, so what, what is this? Beloved, we are living in a time where spirituality is under pressure. But as children of God, we must wake up. Our God is a holy God. Our God is a holy God. His name is Holiness. So as you walk into church and go home and come back, there must be progressive spirituality. When we come and we pray, he gives us the power to make choices that will lead us to holiness. He gives you the ability to say no. He cleanses you and makes you love his word. And the more you spend time in his word, the more he washes away the cravings of the flesh. So that you can progressively love him and walk with him. Because you can never tell when the alarm will blow. Or when you'll be bailed out. They will say, come to heaven. Would you be ready? So I'm praying that God will help us. To understand that God is asking for a holy church. That blood is so expensive, we cannot afford to contaminate ourselves around the blood. Now we're going to read one or two more scriptures. And I'll bring my short exhortation to a close. Psalm 29. And verse 2. And then we do Psalm 93 verse 5. And we come to the New Testament. Psalm 29. It's a very beautiful scripture. Psalm 29 verse 2. Please, are we there? Now the scripture is saying that give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Give unto the Lord the glory 
due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. So when you lift up your hands like this, and you say, I am worshiping God, the question you must ask, what has your hand touched? When they say, let's lift up holy hands, what have you been doing with your hand? May the Lord, by his spirit, help us. And then we look at Psalm 93, verse 5. Psalm 93, verse 5. Please, are we there? He says that your testimonies are very sure. Holiness adorns your house, O Lord, forever. Adorning means beautifies. So holiness, so in the church, holiness adorns your house. So if my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, holiness must adorn me. Please, are you understanding? Holiness must adorn must beautify. Holiness beautifies your house. Holiness beautifies your habitation. So God says that we must allow ourselves to be beautified by his holiness. Because if you are not holy, you miss God's blessings. You miss God's blessings. Because when the blessing is coming, your, your, your lifestyle will resist the blessing. And you think somebody is doing you. No, you are doing yourself because you are not willing to allow God to have his way in your life. May the Lord help you. May the Lord help you. So that you will be adorned with his holiness. Now let's look at Matthew chapter 5 and verse 48. And after church, don't go and close your Bible. I'm giving you a lot of scriptures this morning because I want you to spend some time after church to meditate on the word of God. Some of us, when we close from the first service, the rest of the day is something else. But Sunday, you must spend a lot of time alone with God, meditating on his word. Then you will be growing. So here, don't leave church and go and be talking, 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 talking. After church, spend some time alone with God. Praise the Lord. Let's hear what Jesus said. Matthew 5, 48. He said, Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. You know, in our normal conversation, oh, but we are not perfect. Everybody is not perfect. This perfect doesn't mean absolute perfection, but it says that you shall be like your Father. It is a process. But that is the standard of God, that you shall be perfect like your father who is in heaven is perfect. So don't allow anybody to lie to you that, oh, we are human beings, uh, to err is human. No, that is philosophy from the pit of hell. You must challenge yourself to be like God. In your purity. Praise God. And when you do that, you now open up yourself for God to bless you and to make great use of your life. As I conclude my discussion, let's look at 2 Corinthians 
chapter 6 from verse 14 down all the way to chapter 7 and verse 2 verse 1 all the way to chapter 7 verse 1 second corinthians chapter 6 14 down to chapter 7 verse 1 Please, are we there? Now, I wish we can all read it together, irrespective of your version. So whatever your version is, just open your Bible. How many of us came with a hard copy Bible, like this one? The rest of you are all phone Bible, computer Bible. Some of you, when you take your Bible to read, then you, you see a WhatsApp message, then you stop reading the Bible and check WhatsApp. Then quickly email. You stop reading and check email. Then quickly text message. Before you know, you'll be distracted and distracted and distracted and you'll not read your Bible. So me, traditional man, hard copy. That one, no quickly. If you ask my wife, I have about 20 of the hard copies in my house. Different forms. So that, so that nothing interrupts me. <laughs> and, and I mark them. I paint my Bible. You, you always make me the small thing. Hey, what's up? Let me check. Who is it? What is the person saying? Hey, then you are distracted. This is, you bought this thing with your money. Am I correct? You paid for it. Must it control your life? Something you bought with your money, must it control your life? So, have, <laughs> almost only few people came with a hard Bible like this one. As for Sunday, when we are coming, I mean, even these days, the boys' boys, they are shy to carry Bible in town. Ah, those days when we are going to church, you carry your Bible, oh, hey! And you are shy, so you are keeping everything on your phone. In some countries, because of persecution, it is smarter and wiser to avoid attracting attention. But here, by the grace of God in Ghana, you can carry your Bible on your head and nobody will do you anything. So feel free and carry your Bible. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me go back to my scripture. I wanted us to read it together. I want you to read. Read it yourself. Uh, read it yourself. Shall we go? It, it doesn't matter your version, but try and read yours. I'm reading mine. But I am the one with the microphone, so you hear mine. So let's go. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. We are talking about holiness. So. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? Verse 15. And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, verse 17, therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you and I will be a father to you, and you shall be 
my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Now verse 7. Therefore, uh, chapter 7, verse 1. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So God is saying that once you are born again, realize you are a child of God. Once you are born again, get it clear, you are a Christian. Your friends may be unbelievers. Don't disown them. But if you cannot influence them, then stay away from them. Because they can mess you up. And realize also that there are so many fantastic promises, but those promises are meant for the sons and the daughters of God. So if you are a child of God, then by virtue of the promises of God, you take good care of yourself. And walk in holiness so that you can have access to God's blessings. Otherwise, you will be an illegitimate child of God because you are not conforming to the demands and the standards of your God. How do these things practically apply? Some of us, you spend time on pornography. Looking at dirty videos and contaminating yourself. Some of you, you are not married and you are sleeping around. I'm talking about practicality. Some are married and they have girlfriends and boyfriends. Some too, in the name of herbal medicine, you take alcohol. Bibidro. Some you are you are you are bitter. You you are bitter. You don't talk to somebody. Only na yaka. You just don't talk with somebody. I mean, you, you some some you lie. You can lie. You can lie. We are talking about holiness. God is holy. He wants us to be holy. And the only way you can be holy is to understand the standard of God, the, the righteous living, the pure living, and, and allow yourself to walk with God. That is the only way no demon can contaminate your life. And that is the only way no devil can frustrate your life. Because you are strong in the things of God. This morning, would you choose to obey God? First Peter chapter 1 and verse 16, my last test, says that for it is written, be holy for I am holy. That is the word of God. So you must understand that God is commanding you to be holy. And as a child of God, you must obey. When the master speaks, your response is, yes sir. But God will speak and we are saying something else. I pray, I pray, I pray. I pray that in this church, as the Lord builds his church, the building cannot stand without holiness. 
Holiness is a mortar that binds the building together. When the church is spoken of, it's a holy church. And you, you must choose to obey God. You know, some of the things that lead us into temptation, they have no future. Things are changing so fast that if you allow things around you to mislead you, your matter is miserable. Every gadget is getting better. <laughs> and better ones are yet to come. So you don't allow anything that is around us to lead you because there is no end in themselves. Our only end is in God. He is our everything. Everything will change, but he will remain the same. When years back, almost 20 years back, yes, when we were in the, in the university, sometimes people say, oh, somebody, maybe when it was vacation, people would travel to, the, to London and go and work and get some small pounds sterling and they will come around and when those boys go to London, they are coming, they will buy a phone. Those days, Nokia, 33, 10, 33, 4, those things. And then maybe some boy will buy for his girlfriend a phone and the girl is happy, my boy has bought me a phone and everything goes because at those days so if you get the phone i mean that nokia 3310 and what have you today what is the value of it so if you give away your purity because of nokia 3310 today is useless meanwhile you have sinned and possibly gotten contaminated with demons which which may stay with you for years if you don't get delivered You know, and so today, if it is iPhone 11 and what have you, <laughs> something else is here to come. So you cannot run your life around gadgets and tools, but you can comfortably run your life around the authentic word of God because it will never change. And it will give you peace, peace, real peace in your spirit, real joy in your, that one. Nobody can take the peace from you. It's inside you. It is my prayer this morning that in this church there will be holiness. There will be holiness. Young ladies will stay pure for the Lord. Young men will stay pure for the Lord. Married men will love their wives and stay pure. Married women will love their husbands and stay pure. Our children in our homes will see our purity and want to emulate us and together this generation and the generation to come will uphold holiness may south la be a church on fire because of righteousness and may the church of pentecost continue to lead with the touch of the kingdom shall we please be on our feet i just want you to close your eyes and ask yourself a few questions. If Jesus should just come today, what would be his commendation? He's, he comes and he must say, thou good and faithful servant, 
How faithful have we been in our work with him? How many times have we grieved the Holy Spirit? How many times have you made the Holy Spirit so sad? You were going somewhere, he prompted you, don't, 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 and you kept going. Would you please open your mouth right now and begin to pray and make a decision to walk with him? In the name of Jesus, Lord. Lisa ba kabali andoli alalaboshi andeli alalamasata kabal lima luandeli alalaboshi lima zuta kabal alalabal lika toza takabali andoli alalaboshi andeli alalabal lima zuka bali andoli alalaboshi palabakata alalaboshi alalaboshi